Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast with Ryan Cote, where we feature casual conversations with entrepreneurs about personal development and growth. Hey, Aaron. Welcome to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. How are you? I'm great. How are you today? I'm doing good. I was telling you before we start recording, I've got a very empty house because my wife and my oldest are in Florida for a dance thing. My other two are at school. And so, I don't know. I'm just... No distractions. Zero. Living the good right. life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's still a good life with them, but it's just a quieter life. Quieter life right now. You'll miss right. them soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. So please tell my audience of Morning Upgraders who you are, what you do for a living, and then when or something you're grateful for, I'll, I'll let you choose. Okay, perfect. My name is Erin Souza. I am a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, a board-certified holistic health practitioner, and a certified mold illness expert. I specialize in working with women that have been affected by breast implant illness, both pre- and post-explant. The approach that I take with them is holistic, and it encompasses functional lab testing, nutrition, the evaluation of hormone, immune, digestive, and detoxification systems, and lifestyle. So very comprehensive and focusing on identifying and addressing the root causes of health issues. I'd say something that I'm very excited about in my life right now is we are going to be moving this summer. The plan is to move back down to my hometown, which is beautiful Monterey, California. And uh, I'm very excited about that. Oh, that is very nice. Why are you moving? Currently, we're in the Bay Area right now. And, you know, I'm more of a small town girl. Just the, the slower lifestyle, slower vibe. That's where I was born and raised. And I, I just miss it. I'm very homesick. So, yeah, I want to have my children grow up there just like I did versus the busier lifestyle up here in the Bay Area. Sounds nice. Congratulations. You know, I'm sure your kids will love it. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to live by the beach, right? It's a little different here. It's very cold and rainy in New Jersey, so it's a little bit of a different weather, but <laughs> pros and cons. All right, so let's talk about your morning. So you you're, you wake up, what, what do you do? What does your routine look like? So my morning routine used to be very scattered, but it's now something very sacred to me. I like to take an hour to myself in the morning before my kids wake up and have some quiet time. I stretch and check for any important emails that I need to respond to and just do my gratitude journaling just to set the mood for the day. And once my littlest wakes up, she's three years old, by the way, we go into you know making beds and getting a nutritious breakfast and showers and Ideally, we like to get out for a walk, but if we can't do that, I like to sit on the patio with them and get about 10 to 15 minutes of sunlight in our faces. Mm. Morning routines are, are pretty much the same around here. We, you know, we homeschool, so we've lost the alarm clocks and that rush to get out the door, and we mm. really just focus on spending time together and making sure we start our day with gratitude and nutrition. You said your mornings used to be scattered. Now your routine is, I think you use the word sacred. What created that switch? Honestly, 
my mornings used to be filled with anxiety and just like the constant, oh my gosh, am I going to make it here? Am I going to make it there? Like I wasn't eating. It was very, like I said, it was very scattered and just not a routine at all. And I didn't feel like my days were successful when I was going through that. You know, who wants start their day with no food and feeling anxious for the rest of the day. I really feel like your morning routine sets up the mood and your whole feeling for the rest of the day. That was a big light switch for me when I started in the functional health field and started to realize like how much of a difference that breakfast makes on on the blood sugar regulation and the morning sunlight in the eyes on the circadian rhythm regulation and just the overall peacefulness of it you know getting your system out of that fight or flight you know you when you wake up first thing and you're running everywhere and you're feeling like that anxious feeling your body is already in that mode of fight or flight you know and it's really hard to get out of once you start your day like that. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I said I have my morning routine, but I bring the kids to school in the morning and my wife picks them up in the afternoon. And sometimes the mornings are like, oh boy, just getting out of the house and there's just a lot going on. And I feel like my fight or flight, it takes me a little while to kind of decompress and be like, all right, you know, definitely it's how you start your morning and have lingering effects for sure. And so that's why yeah. it is important, in my opinion, to have that morning routine where you have time, to, time for yourself. Yeah, I think that that made the, the biggest difference, honestly. I mean, even though we homeschool, making sure that I get up a little bit before my kids do and just kind of have that peacefulness, I can sit and focus on some of the things that I need to do or get them off my mind and then be able to give the kids full attention. Um, it also gives me time to prep. Like if I want to make them pancakes for the day, you know, I get things already prepped. So once they wake up, the craziness starts. <laughs> it's not so anxiety filled, you know. How old are your kids? Three and 16. 16 years old? Three and 16 years old? Okay. Yeah, we have a big gap. Since you specialize in health, what are you trying to help your kids understand with health? Like what, like what habits or guidelines do you give them that towards their health, whether it's eating or exercise that maybe the adults listening to this show uh, can pull from? Cause I'm, I'm assuming if you're trying to teach your kids, Hey, don't eat this or eat this or do this. It's important to you. And so mm-hmm. what, does anything come to mind? Oh, absolutely. Um, there are some pillar habits that we have in our household that are non-negotiable to me at this point, that's getting the daily movement. Every single one of us, you know, like I said, we like to get out for our morning walk. Sometimes it doesn't happen because of the weather or just other things going on, but I make sure that the kids incorporate movement in there somehow. The other day, actually, we were down in our little gym area that we had set up and my little three-year-old has one pound weight. And my son and I were doing a workout on some virtual app on the computer and she was even joining in, you know, so it's like monkey see monkey do. They, they mimic everything that you're doing and they learn from your habits. The daily movement, getting in the sun or outdoors daily, even if the weather's yucky, you know, I make them go outside for a little bit, laughing daily, 
you know, connection with others and with each other and the family, spending time with no screens, making sure that they're eating nutritious, nutrient-dense foods. My three-year-old can tell you, you know, at this point when, when I ask her, which minerals does broccoli have, you know, and she'll tell me iron and she'll start telling me all the minerals. So I just make it a game, you know, I teach them as I'm cooking or have them help cook with me because I didn't get that growing up. My mom, bless her heart, she did the best that she could with cooking, but we grew up off of box hamburger helper, you know, and we thought that, that was good. <laughs> Tasty, so, but not good for you. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah, exactly. So teaching them about the importance of how these foods are nourishing their body, making sure that, you know, we're drinking filtered water and just generally being cautious of what's around us and what we put in our bodies. Now, with that, you know, I don't scare them with stuff or make them live abnormally outside of friends and whatever else. But as far as the daily habits that I teach them, I feel like it's always important that they kind of go back to those and say, okay, I know what's good for me and what's not and why. Yeah, I guess it's a tough balance because if you, if you make like, you can never eat ice cream. The first time they eat ice cream, they're going to like gorge themselves, you know, because like, oh my God, this is this is wonderful. <laughs> You know, uh, so it's like, it must be a tough balance. Does your 16 year old, is it a boy or a girl, the 16 year old? A boy. Does he go along with, go along with all of this or does he fight you on it? You know, he does actually, he does go along with it now for a while. It was a very tough transition because I wasn't always like this. You know, like I said, I grew up off of the box hamburger helper and I didn't always know about ingredients, you know, I mean, forever, my 16 year old was eating Cheez-Its and box meals and whatever else he would just eat. Fed is better than nothing. And that's where, that's kind of where my mindset was. And it took him a while to kind of not miss the junk food. I mean, we know anybody that knows anything about nutrition knows that a lot of these food companies, you know, they put ingredients like chemicals or whatever that your brain receptors start to crave. And Mm. it's like, we have to go through a detox of it, you know, like real food don't taste good anymore because we're so used to eating all these processed foods that taste amazing. (laughs) So he's an amazing kid though, you know, so he likes it. So hard as a parent too, because like, I mean, my kids go to school, they go to school. And so like they're around, I mean, I try to give them nutritious things, but then like they're at a table where the kids are getting like brownies and yeah. like, Hey, why do I, you know? So it's very, um, <laughs> I don't know, tough one. Both my kids are, are gluten-free due to sensitivities that they have. And so we totally feel that, you know, when we're in, when other places and my little ones are asking mommy, is that gluten-free? And that's yeah. been a little bit of a struggle. And if we know that we're going somewhere like to a birthday party or something, I'll bring her own little snack that is a treat, you know, like a piece of cake or whatever cupcake that's gluten-free and she still gets to enjoy and feel like she got a treat and not feel left out. You know, it is important this nutrition stuff because I was reading an article a couple of days ago about that um, America, the United States, like we're shrinking like health, like height-wise, like 47th, I think, in height, which, you know, I'm only five foot seven, so maybe one day I'll be average, which is kind of nice, but 
it's they say the Netherlands is number one. It's because there's various reasons, but one of the reasons is because they're very conscious about what they feed their kids, protein, and that has a trickle effect down to generations. And so I thought that was interesting. There's other reasons too, but like nutrition and how they feed their kids and how they were fed uh-huh. protein yeah. and things like that. It has like a, an effect on their height. And so I thought that was kind of eye-opening. Yeah, it's interesting that you bring that up because I felt like my son was going to be a lot taller than he is based on the statistics of mom and dad's height and family. And I always think like, ah, you know, he didn't have those years. Like when he was really little, he was so picky. I mean, all the way from two to probably, I don't know, nine he lived off of little Gerber spaghetti things and uh, cheese bread, you know, <laughs> that yeah. was it. like that's all he would eat. And so, you know, now he eats everything under the sun and I think, Oh my gosh, like he wasn't getting the proper nutrients that he needed. And again, I wasn't educated at that point in time. I didn't know how to sneak in foods into different recipes or that I should be giving him a multivitamin if he's not eating everything he should be, you know? So. The yeah, I mean, he definitely he's still, plays into that role. He's only sixteen, so he probably, in theory, he could still grow. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife is short. She only well, she's like five, five three. But she was a from what I'm told. From what I'm told, she was an extremely picky eater. Like wouldn't eat anything. She still managed to grow somehow. So, but <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I want to ask you a couple more questions though. I want to talk about, I think some, some of the stuff you've already kind of touched about, like happiness, joy, fulfillment, whatever the word we want to use is, like how do you feed that? Especially because it's stressful being a parent and you're around your kids all, 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 all the time. Like how do you decompress self-care? Like how do you feed your happiness, joy, and fulfillment? For me, it revolves around a few principles. Number one, balance. Finding your balance is so important between all your aspects of life, uh, your work, your family, health, leisure, you know, I've learned the hard way that overemphasis on one area can lead to neglect in another, which disrupts your overall happiness. So to maintain this balance, I've made sure I put things on the calendar. I know it sounds silly, but even like my family activities are like spending time together as a family and my personal care. But if I don't put it on there, I notice that it just doesn't get done because I'll I'll put pour too much into my work bucket or, you know, spending too much time doing some of my health stuff. It gets unbalanced. Another point is like purpose of finding finding that pursuing and living out what truly matters to me in my career, my personal relationships, and the things that I do for fun. Having this sense of purpose drives my daily actions and long-term goals. And then touching on the personal growth again, which is essential for my fulfillment. I've learned to embrace new experiences, challenges, and learning opportunities and as they broaden my perspective and capabilities. And also to explore the core of who I am and understanding that so I can learn to work with my strengths and improve my weaknesses. Ultimately, like happiness and fulfillment to me are about making meaningful choices, 
you know, fostering that personal and relationship growth and living in alignment with my values and aspirations. You said about purpose. Cause I feel like they, you give someone a strong purpose and they can do anything like you need to uh-huh. have a reason to, to wake up. And cause if you're just waking up to pay work, to do a job, you don't like to pay the bills. Like what's the point, you know? And so having that, finding that purpose and then going towards it, that's yeah. so important. I'm starting to realize that as I get older, like what's my purpose? What do I want to do here? And it becomes kind of like an adventure when you figure when you start thinking that way, you know, cause it makes, it creates like a different dynamic t- towards the day, you know, trying to do work that you love, that you're good at friends, experiences, personal development, you know, all that stuff. It's becomes, um, it makes life more interesting, at least in my experience. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Before I became a functional health practitioner, I was a registered dental hygienist. And while the career served me for a really long time to provide for my son when I was a single mom and, you know, just it did well for giving me a good life for a while. It just really wasn't what made me tick, you know, it didn't like make me so happy to get out of bed every single day and jump to work. (laughs) I mean, I created really good relationships with a lot of my patients, which was nice, but it still wasn't like fulfilling. Yeah. I actually used to work at an oral surgeon uh, practice during my college because he was a neighbor of mine. And I used to like have to sanitize the, I can't remember (laughs) what they're called now, but like the equipment. And then I had at some point, I was like the one, that would hold the little vacuum that would suck up the blood. So when they tear the tooth out, it would start bleeding. And I'd be like sucking it up. I'm like, man, this is, what am I doing right now? Like, how did I get here? How did I get to this exact <laughs> moment where I'm sucking up the blood from this person's tooth? Hey, but it was interesting. You were just doing what you needed to do, right? To make some money. <laughs> yeah, it was very, it was interesting. It got even more interesting when you get people laughing gas. Then it became hilarious. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask my last question and then we can wrap up with you ah. telling everyone. How, uh, how they can connect with you, learn more about you. My last question is around the meaning of life, which is, you know, through your personal experiences thus far, um, what is the meaning of life? The meaning of life. I think that this answer is going to be different, obviously, for everyone. But my meaning of life is fulfilling my purpose, like I just talked about, through serving others, my family, and I truly think that I've experienced and gone through things in my life to be able to turn it into a way to help others. And it's really what has filled my heart and brought me happiness. So to me, that's my meaning of life. It's a great answer. Very good answer. Great way to end the conversation. Thanks, Aaron, for everything you shared. (laughs) If, If someone wants to connect with you, where should we send them? Um, if someone wants to connect with me, they can go to EC restorative.com. EC restorative.com. Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Aaron. Great chatting with you. Thank you so much for having me today. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Morning Upgrade Podcast. Please subscribe and review. And don't forget to visit us at morningupgrade.com for more content.